My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at Peter at BigMuse.com. Entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio, which is part of C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of business executives. You can learn more about us at csuitenetwork.com, and you can listen to this show and a lot of other great shows on csuiteradio.com. My special guest today is Christy Faulkner. Christy, hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marty. I'm happy to be here. Let me introduce Christy. I'm going to make it short because through our conversation, it's going to come out about all the great things that she's doing. But Christy Faulkner is the president and co-founder of Womenkind, where she advises clients who need and want to better reach, engage, and motivate women through enhanced marketing messages, product innovation, and organizational evolution. As a creative director, Christy has conceived and produced multimedia, multi-channel campaigns for blue chip clients nationally and globally. And now she's on the Business Builder Show, so she's definitely going global. <laughs> and, so, and so easily. <laughs> and so easily, yes. This is wonderful. So when we talked, um, you know, a few weeks ago, whenever that was, when we first, uh, you know, had uh, the conversation about you coming on, you said, you know what? I'm involved in this new survey. Actually, I think it just came out in March. And, and the title of the survey is New Study Reveals Stark Erosion of Trust in Media and Brands. And you were involved in this. And there's another organization called She Speaks. So talk to me about how this came about. And then we'll get talking about what it is all about. How did it start? Well, um, because we specialize in marketing to women, we're constantly studying women, trying to stay ahead of their wants, needs, desires. Uh, and something that, that came to our attention, especially after the, the Women's March, um, we wanted to understand how the uh, persistent negativity that we're hearing now in politics and around the media, mm-hmm. what does that do to brands that advertise or communicate to their constituents through the media? Mm-hmm. Um, it, so does the erosion of trust in the media affect trust in brands? Um, so after, after the Women's March, we started to see a lot of women choosing to boycott certain companies and certain products mm-hmm. and, and yeah. really, really um, vocally. I mean, they, um, women were becoming quite organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and because we kept hearing about, you know, fake news and things like that uh, in the media, we said, well, 
I wonder what women are thinking right now about brands to communicate through the media. So we did a survey. We did a national survey with She Speaks, who is an influencer marketing company, and they have, you know, a million women in their database. So we wanted to do something that would be completely national. We did 2,100 women um, from every walk of life uh, and age, the country, to ask them, how do you feel about uh, uh, news right now? Do you you trust the news? Do you uh, trust brands that advertise through media? Do you trust politicians? Where, Where is your level of trust right now? And that was the most important thing we wanted to gauge. Yeah. We wanted to gauge how much uh, women trusted uh, the media in this particular environment. So uh, we did a survey, and it was really alarming to us, the findings that came back. Yeah, Um, I I would say so. I'm looking at it, and it says more than 80% of women claim to distrust the news media. Wow, 80% of women claim to distrust the news media. Talk to me about that. Wow. Yeah, well... um, what we're, what we're seeing is that um, because there's so much talk uh, in the press about fake news yeah. and because so much of fake, fake news for a lot of women is very hard to identify, you know, more and more we're as, as uh, viewers and as an audience, we're in our own bubble. So people these days tend to get the news and information that they're open to getting. Um, so mm-hmm. anything that doesn't fall into that bubble, they're, they're suspicious about fake, mm-hmm. you know, it must be fake news. And so, and this idea when you have so many people in the media calling other media people fake, yeah, it becomes very confusing. So, um, for an audience member, you know, she'll get a piece of news and, and immediately question it. Um, and so our, especially if it's not from a source that she knows, or if it doesn't align with her own beliefs. Well, let, so let me jump our, in. Let me jump in, Christy. Mm-hmm, this, you mm-hmm. said in their own bubble, describe, go into more deep. What do you mean by that? Explain that more to me. Okay. So uh, you probably know that, um, Facebook has the largest audience of women of, okay. of any media platform. Okay. So, and, and your Facebook feed is, is very much customized to the type of uh, content that you like and prefer. Uh-huh. So every time you're on Facebook and you like a story, you're going to, you're go- the algorithm of Facebook is going to respond to you and you're going to get more stories similar to the, the, to what you like, you know, very much like if you're on Amazon and you order a book and yeah. it'll say people who like this or also ordered that. Well, that's essentially what happens on Facebook. So, you know, if you love cat videos, you're going to get more cat videos uh-huh. in your feed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what happens with the news is if um, if you're identified by Facebook as being particularly conservative or particularly liberal, you're going to get more of that same type of news. They're not going to send you news you completely disagree with. Right. So, okay. so on the one hand, it makes it makes your media consumption much more efficient. But on the other hand, it creates a bubble where you're, you know, it's sort of a, a cycle of, of news that keeps building on itself. So when somebody issues fake news story, and this could be, you know, just from some website, you know, it's clickbait. They're just these these people create these websites to get um, just to get you to click on them. So they try to come up with very controversial headlines, but that align with your values so that you'll click on it. They'll make ad dollars. So that's basically the scheme of these fake news sites. So what happens is so you're you're a consumer and, you know, and. 
advertising is a massive um, uh, part of Facebook. You know, you, there's it's, sure it's just it's become one of the biggest platforms for advertising in the world. Yeah. So yeah. advertisers then are in your feed along with the fake news. So uh, yeah. how how does as a consumer do you distinguish anymore? So the idea that we wanted to explore the questions that we had for these women is. How do you know when something is true or false? Um, how do you trust the information that comes to you? And then, and then what do you do about that? What do you do about whether you trust it or don't trust it? Now, you, now you're you going know. to tell us the answers, aren't you? Yeah. Those are powerful so, questions. Go ahead. They are really powerful questions. So, so basically, we wanted to know um, if women are losing trust in the media. And overwhelmingly, they are. And then we asked them why. And number one was the prevalence. Um, the uh, inadequate fact-checking. So they think that there's political bias in news and that the media doesn't do adequate fact-checking. So right under that, 79% of women told us that because there's this prevalence of fake news. You know, as I said, fake news is very much a topic in the media. Right. Um, And and then they don't trust the media. They think that the media is much more focused on money, um, you know, ratings, just getting ratings versus the truth. So like I described uh, before, there are fake news sites that are 100% focused on money, which is why they create these sensational stories. Right. Um, but, you know, but then that perception applies to the way audiences might perceive CNN or NBC or other, you know, valid news outlets. Mm-hmm. So it's, it becomes very much a gray area. And, but our real interest is that it is in, is in branding. Because we want to, you know, we're, we work in marketing and advertising. And we're interested then if that is the environment in which marketers and advertisers, brands try to reach their audience and the audience doesn't trust the media platform by which those messages are coming. How does that translate to brands? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that's, that was the connection. And um, it was really interesting that, um, that women, most women told us they don't trust brands to live up to their promises. That's the number one reason they don't. Um, they think that, you know, companies have left behind their integrity um, yeah. in, in, in search of money. Um, and, you know, and these numbers are, are, are pretty stark. Yeah, they are. Um, they are significant. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to back up. I'm going to throw you a couple of hardballs. I know you'll be ready for them. Um, <laughs> you deal with, obviously, marketing to women. Uh, and mm-hmm. your site, I believe, is womenkind.net, right? That's right. So you can find Christy and what to go more detail in the study and everything doing that Christy is working on in womenkind.net. Why does this matter so much to brands? Why do women consumers, why do, why do they matter so much? Marty, oh my goodness. Come on. Women are the, well, are the talk to me. powerful consumer. Well, women give me details. Huh? Give me details. Details. Eighty-five percent of purchases. Any, you know, is the number that that's banted about most frequently. But you know, definitely over seventy-five percent of purchases are influenced by women. More than seven trillion dollars of the economy. I mean, women make the majority of purchase decisions for the house, um, for 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 businesses. In fact for, um, you know, for medicine, for care of their family, whether it's food, whether it's computer, whether it's cars, whether it's beer, women drive those choices. And, you know, I challenge you to think of, of a situation um, where you might have bought something and didn't consult 
your yeah. wife or your friend or yes. your girlfriend or whomever. I mean, that is just the way the world works. So if a woman is suspicious of your brand and she's controlling the dollars, amen. Maybe you've got an issue as a, as a marketer. I'm Marty Wolf. Stay here for more. My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll fueled seminars to get inspired to get insight and to get activated write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com we're back with christy faulkner why have major brands from am i this is my opinion why have major brands and why do they continue to miss this mark well and that's why we started womankind that you know brands look mass means men unfortunately so mass market brands when they think of the mass audience out there that they want to engage the litmus test is men and really um it should be women and that's what at womankind we do we try to shift the focus to having mass mean women which is not to say we never ever ever exclude men in the work we do we just focus on the women and i will tell you over and over our work has proven out that if you meet the expectations of a woman over and over again, you will exceed the expectations of a man. They just don't have the same standards and needs as, as women do. And I'll give you an example. So we were working with a, a hotel, a national hotel chain. And, you know, if a man and a woman walk into a hotel room and the woman doesn't like it or she doesn't like the robe or she doesn't like the view or whatever, they will leave. They will ask for a new room or even leave the hotel. Men sometimes don't even notice what she's talking about. Yes. Um, so, Been there. so that's Done that. why we know. Yeah. <laughs> of course yeah. you're Got it. That's, why, that's why women are so important. So if you want your if you want your audience to trust your brand, you have to gain the trust of the woman the man will come along. It's just a fact. Marty. It's just the way the world works. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to put a flat out plug for you because womenkind.net brands, companies, and you have some big clients are listening mm-hmm. to what you're saying. Um, so there's a flat out plug for the work that Christy is doing <laughs> because I think it's important for brands. I'm a business show. I want people to understand what's going on. And, and it continues to amaze me how they and I, I work with some big car dealers and it continues to amaze me like I, 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 it leaves me speechless. OK, so here's my next question. Um, I, guess, I just before you jump to your question, I have to comment on car, car dealers are notoriously the worst. Unbelievable, Christy. Unbelievable. Women. I mean, I've had incidences myself and I'm a divorced woman where I've walked into a car dealer and had them ask for my husband I, or, or told me to bring my husband back. I mean, I'm talking like within the last year, this is 2016. Um, and, and I, I can't tell you how many, every time I talk about this with women, everybody has the same, the Un- same unbelievable. type of story. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Okay. So it, Ford Motor Company is listening right now. Reach out to Christy, reach out to me. <laughs> we'll help you. We'll, we'll sell more cars for you. We'll help you. Right, Christy? That is right. right. (laughs) Okay, here's my question. My question is this. Now, I've heard repeatedly that with, we'll call it uh, digital marketing, social media, well, social media, is that it is more and more difficult to hide. There's more transparency in your study and, 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 and in your experience. Is that true? Is that still true? And how does that 
play out for the clients that you're talking to? Well, you know, the, it, it did come across in our study, and this is just a, a fascinating phenomenon about social media, is that, and as you know, social media is dominated by women. It absolutely, women love to talk. You know, we're up to like 30,000 words a day now compared to a man's seven, you know. So wow. social media is just a, is, a, is an absolute natural platform for women. But what we're seeing is that women feel more emboldened now by social media because they know that if they speak up on social that a, a brand will hear them. Uh-huh. And so all of a sudden now women have a very easy platform for expressing their voice and their opinion. And they think that, um, they told us that social media for them is the way that they keep brands in check. Uh-huh. Because they will, they, will, they will call a brand on a on bad service or a bad product or um, feeling let down or feeling insulted, they'll immediately call the brand out through media and and know that they'll they'll be heard. And also, women like to rally around other women uh-huh. in social media, which is you know which is basically. I mean, when you think about the women's march, that was you know somebody put uh, something on Facebook in from Hawaii saying you know we should march, and by the time she got up the next morning. You know, 200,000 women had said, yes, let's do it. That's and, incredible. And, and the same thing happened with Uber. You know, there was some controversy yeah. about yeah. Uber yeah. and 200,000 yeah. women said to other women, you know, let's stop using Uber. So it's it's a it's, it's a powerful. very mighty sword. It's a very mighty sword. Powerful. So another reason why brands must, must, must engage women, engage them effectively and win their trust. That, there you go. Well, actually, you have here. I'm reading from the study. It says. Women offered five ways companies can increase the trust women have in their brands. Not surprisingly, number one is to live up to their promises and prove themselves worthy of a woman's trust. So that's that's a big deal, living up to their promises. And if they don't, then um, women will talk about it, as you've just said, right? Yeah, well, you know, um, about half of women said, I don't trust brands to live up to their promises. So um, it's, it's, that's a big issue. So brands really need to be considerate of the claims that they make. Um, you, you know, I'll, I, look, I'll give you another example. Um, there was an amazing, Audi did an amazing TV spot uh-huh. um, uh, for the Super Bowl, and it was about equal pay. Yeah. Well, it took like 24 hours for women to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't have any women on your board. How many women in leadership do you have and are women getting equal pay there? I mean, they wow. very quickly, I mean, just so fast. And the thing went viral, the, the uproar about, you know, and Audi, bless their hearts, we're trying to do a good thing. Yeah. We're trying to say... Um, Let's, you know, let's support women. But but the reality is they weren't living up to that promise internally. Wow. And you know what? When I went to the, it was an Audi dealer that I went to wow. um, when I was talking about uh, <laughs> they asked for my husband. I mean, this this is this is the disconnect that women see. Now, I did. I didn't go and tweet to my 30,000 followers that. I just had this bad experience at Audi, but but it did make me raise my eyebrow when I saw that spot for the Super Bowl, which was wonderful yeah. on its on its own. Yeah. But it really, I said, they, these people, the Audi doesn't believe this. That was my thought when I saw it. So. Fascinating, fascinating. So Ford Motor Company, they can contact us, but I think we want to reach out to Audi first, and and, and we'll do a we'll do a campaign for them. And you do want to reach out if you are listening, if you have anything to do with marketing, you have anything to do with any things that we're talking about you want to contact christy 
And again, she's at womenkind.net. The last point that I want to talk about, and I found this fascinating from the study, is that how long a brand existed is not critically important. That surprised me. You know, this was really fascinating to us too, Marty, because when we think about, um, you know, there's some big name brands. Just think about in your grocery store. Sure. You know, uh, bounty paper towels or or whatever, you know, brands that have been around forever and ever and ever. We grew up with them. Our mothers used them. Yep. Um, And so you would think that we would have a deep relationship with them. But what's very interesting to us is that millennial women in particular Think about it. They've grown up as not only as digital natives, but the things that we, we, and I'm more of an Xer myself, but the things that we think of as a disruption, millennials think of business as usual. Yeah, different. So, so yeah. D- disruption is something that they embrace. You know, they embrace change more than any generation prior to them. So the way that translates to brands is is like I don't care if I if I've been using you my whole life. If this if there's a new product that's that can that's better, hipper, cooler, has better um, is better for the environment, is aligned with my values, I, I'm there. Yeah. So they they're, they're not loyal. Um, and that was really really interesting to us because in older the older generations in the study um, felt like, oh, I, I've been using this brand for 15 years, so therefore I trust it. Mm-hmm. Whereas the millennials were like, you know, what have you done for me today? Yeah. You know, yeah. so if a, if a company is, you know, polluting or, or has some sort of uh, scandal, um, you know, something that they're not, not doing well, these women will drop those brands. They're just, they're done. And yes. and that's where the, you can't rest on your laurels anymore as a brand. Every day you have to be building trust with your yes. with women every single day. Every single day. Now this study, I, I guess they can search the study out, uh, Christy, <laughs> is just by the title, I guess. New study reveals stark erosion of trust in media and brands. Is this study on your website? Yes, it is on our, it is on our website. Uh, okay. There's an infographic that's, Super yes. easy to read and follow. And yeah. of course, anybody can um, you know, follow up with me. I'm happy to share much more of the details. So womenkind.net. Christy Faulkner, who is the president and co-founder of Womenkind, has been my guest. Tremendous insights. If you're a brand who wants to market smart, market smart, <laughs> you got you to reach out to Christy. So Christy, thank you so much for being our guest. We appreciate it. I appreciate it too, Marty. Thank you very much. Uh, Enjoy your week. So you have been listening to the Business Builders Show. I'm your host, Marty Wolf. So alongside of me is my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. So again, thanks for listening to the Business Builders Show and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. Do you have products you want to sell online? If you aren't selling on Amazon, eBay, Walmart, and your own website, you're not just losing out on revenue, you're falling behind. Channel Apes, young, hungry, driven team can manage your entire operation, product catalog, inventory, orders, and multi-channel expansion. Visit Channel Ape, and that's A-P-E, channelape.com today for a free demo.